Chapter 1 Saturday, January 7, 4.35 p.m. Renee Jackson slipped out of the AA meeting a little early. She felt queasy and didn't want to talk to anyone after it adjourned. She shouldn't have come. The secret drinking had been going on for weeks and the meetings weren't helping. It was time to check herself into rehab, but she couldn't bear the thought of her daughter knowing she'd relapsed again. Renee zipped her jacket against the cold, shuddering at the gray sky that seemed to swoop down and smother her. Christ, it was getting dark already. Could she get away with one more shot of vodka without Ivan or anyone noticing? Probably. She kept a thermos in her car along with a bottle of mouthwash. Her ex-husband, Wade, the detective, would know as soon as she spent five minutes with him. So far, she'd managed to avoid him. She waited for the traffic to pass, then trotted across the street to her car, pumps clicking on the asphalt. She'd parked in the alley next to the vegan restaurant, not wanting anyone to see her Acura RDX near the Jesco building. Not that anyone she knew would be in the Whitaker neighborhood. If Eugene, Oregon had a slum, this would be it. As she entered the alley, two men stepped out from behind a large dumpster. Renee took in the details in a quick, painful breath. Baggy jeans, heavy jackets, and tattooed necks. Gang members. Her heart skipped a beat. Could she make it to her car, get in, and lock the door? Or should she turn and run? She froze, paralyzed with fear too late to dash to her car. Renee spun and started back toward the Jesco building. She wanted to run but was afraid to, feeling like she had a predatory animal behind her that would only be excited by the chase. Then she saw Dave, the meeting leader, hurrying across the street toward her. Thank God. A car barreled past just as she stepped onto the sidewalk. Renee, I want to talk. He smiled, but his tone was serious as he reached for her arm. She glanced over her shoulder. The gang members turned and headed back down the alley. Had they ever been a threat? Was the alcohol making her paranoid already? It usually took years. I'm sorry, Dave, but I don't have time. That's why I left early. I know you're drinking, Renee. Can I do anything to help? It took every ounce of self-control she had not to burst into tears. God, she hated herself. I've got it under control, thanks, though. She spun and trotted to her car, unlocking it with her clicker. Guilt made the sick feeling in her gut worse. Dave was a good guy, but she wasn't ready to talk about her drinking. Her fiancé, Ivan, was a casual drinker, and she knew she had to make an impossible choice. Renee started the car and backed toward the street. In the growing darkness, she heard the rumble of an engine. Was it the thug's car? She peered down the alley, framed by thick shrubs on one side and the backside of the restaurant on the other. Headlights came on. Renee glanced back at Blair Boulevard, saw no traffic, and gunned her car into the street. Out of the corner of her eye, she saw Dave head into the Jesco building. He glanced back at the revved sound of her car, and Renee looked away. She raced to the first stoplight and grabbed the thermos of vodka from under her car seat. After a quick sip, she shoved the metal container back. Her chest warmed and her panic subsided. An engine rumbled behind her. Definitely not a new model car. 
the same sound she'd heard in the alley. She glanced in her rearview mirror. A red lowrider idled behind her. The driver wore a heavy dark jacket and had a shaved head. Why were they following her? Renee jumped on the green light and sped through the intersection. To go home, she needed to turn right, cross downtown, and head south. She'd moved in with Ivan a month ago, giving up her apartment by the park to live in his plush, oversized home in the foothills. She wasn't ready to face him, but had no idea where she was headed. Was she ready to quit drinking? Damn. How had she let herself...